July 18th, 2020. Today, I really want to focus on martial arts and why discipline is vital to your growth as not only an individual, but to the growth of all humanity. And this is something that's very interesting. And Jordan Peterson actually talks a lot about, you know, as you look in history, as you see, uh, you know, when, when the Holocaust was going on and, you know, Hitler was kind of in the rule of Germany and Stalin's Russia and Maoist China, all these different dictators, Pol Pot, all these different dictators. It's a fascinating thought experiment to think of yourself as one of the guards in any of these totalitarian regimes where, you know, if, if you were one of the Nazi Germany guards, would you have the actual will, the actual um, discipline to stick through even if everyone else around you, your parents, your friends, your family, everyone around you was in this negative uh, totalitarian way of thinking? And that's really where discipline comes from. And that's where I see martial arts kind of playing a large role in humanity. You know, you see in these old kung fu movies and in all this stuff, um, kind of this idea of discipline through martial arts, discipline through hard work. And it's something that's always interested me. And I've, I really got into uh, boxing uh, about a year and a half ago, you know, at the beginning of 2019. And I wish I would have started earlier. You know, I, I did Tung Sudo as a kid and I actually have my black belt in Tung Sudo, which is kind of this, uh, this form of karate, which is a, a Korean form of karate. And uh, it's, it's great. You know, I actually learned a little bit of the Korean language, but it's it's one of those things where I started when I was so young and I went through it to get your black belt you had to do this like overnight thing and break bricks all this stuff but <laughs> looking back on it you know I didn't shoot necessarily choose so so young to uh hop in that I was passionate about it at the time and I actually trained with the adults in the class but looking back on it you know the real martial arts the ones like uh jujitsu muay thai uh, judo, um, all, all these, you know, there's tons of different martial arts you can talk about, but, um, the fundamental principle, the kind of archetypal idea is the idea of dis discipline in the idea of bettering yourself every day, you know, step by step getting ahead, not necessarily in fast spurts as Warren Buffett says. And this is one thing where I think a lot of people get lost in the, uh, you know, in kind of the fast spurts, people want to become, uh, you know, Bruce Lee overnight, or they want to become, uh, you know, a top performer overnight, but it's really this incremental steps that get you ahead. The first action might be a fast spurt, you know, that first day, but you know, as Bruce Lee says, I don't fear the man who practice a 10,000 kicks. I fear the man who practice a thousand kicks for a hundred days. You know, it's kind of this idea of basically practicing every single day and getting better versus just, you know, practicing like once in one day, because that, that doesn't really actually hone the craft. That doesn't really sharpen the sword. What sharpens the sword is every day going back at it, getting at it. And this is something that's very, very interesting. And how I'm going to tie this in with the uh, totalitarian regime, you know, the idea of being a soldier. If, that's kind of an interesting thought experiment that Jordan Peterson lays out for us is, in those times, it was at the level of the individual where the corruption happened. You know, he, one person can't do all of that alone. He has to have other people falling into the trap of these ideals, these negative ideals that you see throughout these different regimes. Like I said, Stalin's Russia, Hitler's Germany, Maoist China. And it's really, it's your personal responsibility to realize that 
you know, human beings can turn to darkness. And you have the power inside of you to either choose, I'm going to turn towards darkness, or I'm going to turn away from darkness and towards the light. And that is really, you know, respecting the individual, being uh, human, <laughs> respecting everybody, uh, doing what's meaningful, not what is expedient, and really kind of having this stoic mentality, this stoic philosophy in life. And something that's very interesting to kind of just think on, ponder on, and kind of play around with in your head. And I'll kind of leave you with this quote is, do what's difficult when it's easy. And this might sound insanely basic, but a lot of people, what happens is they, they end up pushing off the difficult things. You know, for example, procrastination is a great example of this. You know, the, anything that is actually difficult, this, this quote is from um, uh, Lao Tzu. And doing what's difficult when it's easy means, you know, to, having an, a bias towards action, going today, doing things today, getting things done. Whereas most people, they forego, they forego these difficult things. But what you really should do is you should forego present pleasure for future gain. That's kind of the idea of stoicism. So very interesting, you know, that uh, thought experiment, I might not have explained the best because these episodes are just five minutes about, uh, you know, Jordan Peterson's kind of layout of the idea of, it comes down to the individual in these regimes, but appreciate you listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe. And until next time. Today, I want to talk about a framework, basically this idea of people have an identity, an ego, a set personality, the way they see themselves, whether that be subconsciously or consciously. And typically, when we do this throughout our lives, we attach different ideologies to our identities slash ego. So you go throughout your life and Maybe, for example, somebody becomes a sports fan. Maybe they love football. You know, their dad was a football fan growing up, so they love the Bengals or they love the Chicago um, Bears. And then later on in life, you know, they go get a corporate job, work their way up the ladder, work nine to five. So they attach their kind of ideology to, you know, that's the framework for life. That's the framework to success. And let's say they're also religious, like they practice Catholicism. So... Point is, as we go progress through life, what we do is we just attach these different ideologies, these different belief systems to our identity. And matched with this, we have something called commitment consistency bias. And if you're thinking to yourself right now, this is obvious stuff, you know, why am I listening to this? Stick with me. This is actually something that's very, very fascinating, and it has to do with every single individual on this earth. And I, I don't think there's really a word for this concept necessarily. This is kind of a, I wouldn't call it a new idea. It's something that I was kind of pondering on after bouncing some ideas around from different books. Actually, specifically, um, Learned Optimism uh, by Martin Seligman uh, and uh, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. This, um, I was kind of thinking about the idea of fundamental um attribution error, which is basically our tendency to underemphasize situational explanations for an individual's behavior while overemphasizing personality-based and dispositional explanations for behavior. And it's really interesting when you think more about this. You know, I was kind of thinking about these things that I'm, I'm, there's certain podcasts or certain things I listen to every week. It's kind of like I've, I've, they become a crutch. I kind of uh, need them every day. I'm kind of 
subconsciously addicted to them. Maybe I, I don't think I have a, that addictive of a personality, but what happens is you become attached to these things. There's a great book called Attached by Heller and Levine that goes into this in depth, you know, how we're attached creatures as humans, you know, that's it's kind of goes in with that idea of tribe, you know, as humans, we're tribal creatures. So this idea that, you know, we, we really attach um, ideologies to our identity hits on every level. You know, this, um, I was also thinking about uh, different people's basically strong biases. So another great example of this, so that per, that let's just say that 45 year old man that worked his way up through the corporate ladder, got a um, nine to five job, big Chicago um, Bears fan, practices Catholicism, goes to mass, has a family, and let's just say he's democratic. Well, all these things are different ideologies that are just, you know, he's basically stuck in his ways. Most people are stuck in their ways the older they get. You know, basically the more, it's basically the more attached things are to your identity. The more basically you you see these things as part of you, but really that's not part of you. You are you. That's why meditation is so important. And I, I saying that is kind of hard to understand. This could be a whole nother talk, but those things are not you. Those things are just something else that somebody else came up with that at one point in time you thought were a good idea. That does not mean at all that those things are something that you should not question. The issue is, is when you become so ingrained with these things that you never question them. That's why I really like this idea of, you know, in the mornings or, you know, whatever time you kind of have this ritual thinking session where you can really examine your life, examine where you're going, where you've been and, uh, you know, where you are currently. You kind of look in the past, look forward and then focus on the present. And this helps you kind of center yourself and really take a uh, an objective view of your reality. You know, we kind of, we see things through our subjective point of view and oftentimes we get trapped in that. that that's where these ideologies really stem from. So a great example of this, if you uh, have ever seen um, Eddie Bravo on the Joe Rogan experience or any character that's like, um, or person rather, not character. Eddie Bravo to me is kind of like a funny character, but uh, any person that just has these extreme ideologies, so extreme, you know, Charlie Munger says, try not to hold any extreme ideologies. That's one of the things that we talk a lot about here at the Modern Academy is, um, you know, when people get caught up in these extreme ideologies, what happens, the issue with this, and uh, how you can move forward without really being trapped in these ideologies. They, they really don't help anyone. And it, all it does is just strengthen your ego. That's all these things do. You're just confirming your own bias. And you should be, you know, um, seek first to understand and then to be understood. Think. Like, I can't remember exactly how that quote goes. But basically, first, the sign of an educated mind is being able to entertain an idea without fully accepting it. So having a little thought experiment, analyzing things from first principles, going, okay, why do I believe this? At what point in my life did I come under this belief, for example, you know, that, um, that I'm democratic or that I'm Catholic? And why do I believe it now? And what are the fallacies in this? And, and this, is the, this is the point where you have to step out of your subjective realm of view. And that's, that's what's the hardest for most people is we're so trapped in our 
um, subjective point of view that we can't look at things from a bird's eye view. We can't look at things objectively because we're trapped. We're trapped in our ego. And this is, you know, a lot of uh, different religions teach this. A lot of, you know, meditation kind of helps you do this. Basically stepping out of your own, basically conscious worrying thoughts and subconscious thoughts that are just uh, basically feedback loops. You know, things that you're thinking about, things that you've been watching are all kind of mixing around in your brain, little synapses firing in your brain. And you oftentimes people, you and I, um, feel like they're very out of control thoughts. And it's very true. But this is the point where you can kind of understand what um, the man who actually wrote the Sherlock Holmes series, I'm trying to think of his name. It's, oh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, if I'm correct. Maybe correct me on that. I'm not 100% sure. But he says, you know, the mind is like an attic. It gets cluttered. So it's important to think of your mind like that. Think of your mind like an attic. Just close your eyes for a second. Think of that. Think of boxes in the corners, cobwebs on them, cardboard boxes, maybe a rat scurrying around in the shadows somewhere. What's important is you you go up in the attic and start organizing things. Maybe take a broom. Maybe sweep the attic a little bit. Maybe do a little dopamine detox. That's kind of what sweeping the attic would be doing. Kind of cleaning the mind. The mind is more powerful than any supercomputer we currently have. So it's important that you you use it like that. It's like you have a, you know, people are all obsessed with these fancy cars or fancy house, like a Lamborghini or, uh, you know, a super yacht. Well, your mind is way better than any of those things. Your mind can create those things. Do your conscious effort, which comes from your mind. You can, you can build wealth to get those things. That is how those people got those things, through their conscious effort. Then, yes, there were other factors, but it took their mind. It took their willpower to do those things. So just think about your mind like that for a second. Just think about, you know, if, if your mind is like an attic and you have all those boxes up there, you know, cobwebs on all of them. First step would be to sweep off the cobwebs, you know, grab a broom and kind of tidy things up a little bit. But second would be to do as uh, Charlie Munger says, which is go to bed a little bit wiser, a little bit um, smarter each day while rooting out one piece of ignorance you picked up throughout your life. So what is one little ideology that you've attached to your identity? Maybe it's in the political realm. Maybe it's in the religious realm. And just think about that. I'm going to give you a couple seconds just to think about this. You can always pause it if you want a longer break. But we sometimes do these in these episodes. And uh, just really genuinely take a second, close your eyes, and just think on that for one second. What's that box that you would take out? What's that one thing that you can root out, that little piece of ignorance, so you can go to bed a little bit wiser? Go. Okay, I hope that was enough time. Again, you can always pause it or you can always just rewind these episodes. But very interesting idea, you know, attaching identity to ideology. Basically what I was talking about with the Eddie Bravo thing, I kind of ran out of time. But he's on the Joe Rogan podcast. You know, he's a, he's a hilarious dude. He's been on a lot of podcasts that I like. And uh, he's so caught up in this right-wing conspira- conspiratorial way of thinking that his mind is not open to the other side, to he's he's like so extremely ideology on one side, where he can't even see the other side. 
And uh, it's, it's an insane bias, and it's pretty obvious. And I see this in a lot of people. You know, I see this in family, I see this in friends, and I see this in myself. So I really, really strive to not have any extreme ideologies to uh, kind of play the chameleon, as Casanova said. So anyways, I hope this was an interesting episode, brought a little bit of value. So thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a view and subscribe. And until next time.